Have you ever wondered whether the problems in the world today would exist if we had deeper connection to ourselves, others, and the environment, and acted from that place? Welcome to the Conscious Action Podcast with your hosts, Brian Burneman and Kayla Grimble, who believe that connection is the key to taking conscious action as individuals and creating a better world. We are here to raise awareness and inspire meaningful action by sharing stories, knowledge, and conversations with thought leaders and changemakers. From sustainability to well-being and everything related to conscious living, our mission is to empower you to be the change that you want to see in the world. Welcome to this new episode of the Conscious Action Podcast. I am Brian, your host. And for this episode, we are going to explore where can we go after these times, after everything that we have been learning and everything that has been happening, what can we change? Because things weren't working. This is something that for the last few episodes we've been exploring with all of our guests, that not everything that has been in the past has been good, especially not for everyone. So how can we use this time that a lot of things have come up to the surface that weren't working? And instead of returning to that normal, how can we create the new? And I personally think that each of us, each individual, we have the power to create change. And nothing is so small that doesn't matter. The ripple effect from our actions, our thoughts, are actually more than what we can imagine. So when we believe that it doesn't matter what we do as an individual, and everyone believes that, nothing will change. And this change needs to come from a lot of different ways, a lot of different avenues. And this is something that I'm passionate about, that not everyone needs to actually care and work and take action on every single topic. We need to realize what is it that we care about and putting our energy into that, into the topics and the spaces that we actually care about and have the energy to do some work. And anyone that is able to listen to this, we are privileged. There's different degrees of having privilege, of course, but if you're listening to this, we are privileged. There's people in different countries around the world that don't have access to a phone or a computer, internet. They are, are trying to survive every single day. And this is one of the things that for me is really important to understand that we have to take this power of this privilege and use it for good. And I've talked to a lot of people around the, during these years and during this time. And one thing that keeps on coming up is that 
for the ones that know that they are privileged, they feel guilt. And although completely understandable to feel that, in my conversations with them, I try to invite the perspective of the fact that actually feeling guilty doesn't help at all. It doesn't help us and it doesn't help the people that we want to support, that we want to be of service to. So it's not an easy thing to, to do, of course, but it is possible. So my invitation is to be aware of what is it that we care about and then what can we do about that. And to be able to do that, we need to see where we are, acknowledge what has been, and being grateful for every single thing that has happened because now that is showing us the way forward. And we need to create an ending. We need to create something that allows us to bring in more space for the future that we want to create. So I do a lot of work with this and it takes a lot of time actually to let go of the things that we think that are normal, of the conditioning that we have in this world, especially if we are living in a Western society that has money equaling success for most of the population. And we need to shift that. We need to realize that success is not only about money. And one of the ways that I feel and I believe that can create that change for the future and one of the ways that I imagine the future is by reimagining work. Work as a means to live. I hope that we can get to a point where working is not what we need to do in order to survive. Working is not what gives us the basic necessities in life. And I truly believe that something like a universal basic income would actually be really beneficial. It would change the way that for a huge part of the population, they will spend their days. So imagine if instead of having to go nine to five or even way more than that every single day, to work just to be able to survive. You're able to have your basic necessities met, to then be free to explore what do you want to do with your days. And I believe that that will bring so much creativity into the world because a lot of people that are just working every single day to survive will be able to explore and bring in their gifts and their creativity. Even for the people that are well off, this will create even more space for that. 
So for me, work is the way that we want to show up in the world, the one that we want to express our thoughts, our heart, our inspiration, our creativity, whatever it is, it's that. And not what it is now that is the means to survive. So how can we change the way that we see work? And how can we change the way that we do work? During this pandemic, there has been many, many individuals, many companies and organizations that realize that it's not necessary to have a lot of people in an office every single day working there. How can we continue this way of working remotely or even partly of part of the week remotely and being able to stay home, connecting with our family more, not having to get on a car or on a public transport and spend perhaps half an hour, an hour, two hours or even more per day on commuting to and from work. How can we use all of that time? How can we be more flexible with the way that we're working? And how can we use the learnings of this time on the ways that we have been connecting to others? And knowing that working remotely is not for everyone, not every job can be done remotely, and not everyone actually has a good condition and circumstance at home. So expanding our view on that. One of the things that, and I, we talked about this on the last episode with Chris Morrison from All Good Organics and Karma Drinks, that I wish that in the future, when people go to the supermarket, instead of there being fruits and veggies and then a space for organic fruits and veggies, that there is veggies and then chemically grown veggies where there are the fair trade products, whether that is a chocolate or coffee, just calling that chocolate and coffee and none of the other ones, calling them not fair trade. How would that change the way that most people buy and consume their products? Would that create a lot of change or not? I believe that it would. I believe that for most people, if they can afford it, of course, they would choose that not chemically grown product and that not fair trade product. So being able to give people that chance to actually decide what they want because now we lack the education and we lack the understanding and awareness of the true cost of growing food, creating products because most of us don't know that. It's hard to make the decisions. We need to be more informed, but as well, we need to create easier ways for people to understand what they are doing. Not everyone has the time to look into every single product and understand whether that is ethically made or if it's grown well 
in a regenerative and organic way or not, not everyone has that capacity. So how can we enable that change? How can we enable growing more of our food? Everyone growing their own food at home, in community gardens, everyone composting, stopping using fresh water to clean our toilets. Anytime that we go to the toilet and we flush it, most times we're using fresh water. Can we create a shift there? And one of the big things for me that could actually create a huge impact, and I know this because when I started doing something with this topic, it really brought it into my face, is rubbish. What would happen if landfills stop existing? How could we reimagine our society and the way that we do things as individuals and as businesses if there are no more landfills? So imagine that every week, instead of getting, if you live in a place that gets your rubbish collected and taken to landfill, imagine if that didn't happen. Imagine if you were stuck with every single thing that you buy that is rubbish. Or that each company that creates that product is responsible for that. So then you would have to return it. Because we are enabling the linear model of consumption of products by taking it away to a landfill that most people have never seen, don't really know about it, don't know the impact that it can have. By enabling that, we're enabling the creation of more of that. So as we create a transition model for that, can we see a world where in five, ten years, or even now, but that will make it super challenging, not having any more landfills, not having any more collection of rubbish, or even recycling. So how can we see into the future like that? One of the ways for me of going forward is actually going back, going back in time and seeing the way that our ancestors and the Aboriginal people did live their lives in communion and in collaboration with others and with the earth, knowing that we are not just living on the earth, we are the earth. So how could we bring that knowledge and wisdom and spread it so broadly so that we all reconnect and can act from that place. I grew up in Buenos Aires, in Argentina, in the capital city. I didn't have that connection with nature. 
And this is true for many people that live in big cities. I didn't understand until way later in my life how food was grown, how important it was to go out to nature to understand my relationship with her. So how can we use moving forward this knowledge into our education? And that's not only for our kids, for everyone, because we don't stop learning. And we need a lot of unlearning and we need a lot of relearning. But planting the seeds for that future that we want to see. And this is not about being hard on ourselves. This is about understanding this is where we've been, but can we do better? Can I do better? Can you do better? And having a vision of the future that we want to see to actually be able to understand then how can we get there? How can we get to a world that actually works for everyone, not just for a few? To a world that takes everyone's gifts into consideration and that lifts all of us at the same time, not leaving anyone behind. Because when we understand, just like through this pandemic, how united we really are, then we understand that if there's someone around the world that is struggling, then we as a civilization are struggling. When someone is dying of hunger, we have a problem. When there is a lot of people that are cast aside because of their skin color or their ethnicity or cultural religion, we have a problem. How can we look into all of that and integrate everything so that it works for everyone, not just for a few? So I'm curious to know what are the things, what are the ideas that you have to look into your future, into the future that you want to create for yourself and for others, for all of humanity. I'm really interested in your thoughts, so please leave a comment in the messages and let us know about that. And I'm looking forward to co-creating that better world with all of you. So thank you for listening to this episode and I hope that we can plan and think big and bold because we need that to create the change that we want to see in the world. What did you like the most about this episode? Take a moment to think about what change you can make in your life today. Share your conscious action on social media using hashtag conscious action and tagging at conscious action and said so we can celebrate your impact on the world and create a ripple effect. One easy action we would love for you to take right now is to share, like and subscribe to this podcast. This will help us get these messages out into the world and inspire more people to take conscious action in their own lives, contributing to the better world we hope for.